Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hi, this is Jackie Cation. Welcome to another episode of the Dork Forest. It's episode 24 of the pre-recorded Dork Forest websites, of course. Uh, DorkForest.com, JackieCation.com. There's a donation button. Thank you very much. Got my first uh, Canadian donation. Very exciting. Uh, there's merchandise if you guys want CDs or a Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt. Uh, you can see, watch videos and whatnot. Uh, this week, feel free to nominate the the animated cartoon of me telling my joke that Greg Franklin animated for the Comedy Awards. There's a link on my website. Yay! Patrick Brady did the audio leveling for credits. Mike Rickberg sang that song you just heard. It's awesome. Him and his uh, girlfriend, Sarah. And Vilmos does the website. In my living room. This is going to be a good one, folks. It's all... It's... Awesome. Karen Rontowski, friend of the show, welcome back. Hi. And Jen Congratulations Kirkman. on your nomination. Oh, I nominated myself. Thank you oh. very much. Uh, what we need to do is create a viral moment. And then uh, Jen Kirkman, I think you Hi. were on the old version. I was the on the old version. Yeah. I think I called in or something. Right. It was a call in. Yeah, call-in. yeah. And instead of when everybody sat with phones in my living room. Uh, <laughs> and so that now we've moved fun. to pre recorded glory. But Karen Rontowski and Jen Kirkman. Okay, so Karen, as we you we we've talked about it before, ghosts, supernaturaljunkyard.com is yep. your thing. That's my and thing. And both both hilarious comics by the way. And uh you should follow them on Twitter and and follow them around and watch them do stand up. But with ghosts, supernatural, tarot cards, what I did not know. And Jen Kirkman, I just said, "What Jen, would you like to have your tarot cards read by Karen Rontowski on the Dark <laughs> Forest?" And she was like, "Yes, I would." I love the stuff. And so, and then we're sitting down, and it turns out Jen Kirkman also enjoys sort of your UFOs, mm-hmm. your uh, your Art Bell moments, dolphins, the mm-hmm. work of dolphins, ghosts, ghosts. Yeah, you do like ghosts too. So, talk it out, you two. Let's hear it. I don't know anything about this stuff. I and, I like it. And if you well, but I don't know. I hesitate to do this in your apartment because I have something that um, it's really unbelievable where. Um, Ghosts throw out words and it comes out with my phone. And I'm not kidding. I'm not You're kidding. You're not kidding. I'm not kidding. It's, and, um, I couldn't believe it. Is it, it an app? It's an app and it's what? called Ghost Radar. And someone said, you have to get this. And I said, no, of all the money I have spent on ghost hunting equipment, there is not a free app that is going to have <laughs> ghosts talk to me. So I put it on Facebook and I said, and I contacted all the paranormal groups I know around the country and I said, right. has anybody had this? And they were like, Absolutely. So I have been going crazy. I have to get a new battery for my phone. And the because last it's on all the time. Yes. And it's like in my apartment, uh-huh. it there's two ghosts, but one is Daniel keeps showing up. What? And uh, what they name them? They that's what comes up. You get the one app word. tells you the app gives you a word. It translates it shows you what's where. Is what's it a near Civil you. War drummer boy? Oh Tell my me God. it's a Civil War drummer boy. It, no, well, I think it has something to do with Florida because he's always talking about tropical skies in Florida. <gasps> but I liked it. I put it in my bathroom. What's the name of this app? It's called Ghost Radar. And Ghost so you Radar. just click on it, and a word will be there, like well, I chimney can show or it something. To you, but I don't want to scare you in your house, Jackie. I'm going to rise to the occasion. Let's oh, do it. Oh, oh yeah, because I have uh, to see this. Because I'll tell you what it does, and it. But the thing is, I have been testing it to see, and sometimes it's a little bit random, but usually... All right, buddy, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let the dog run, but I don't. I wish he would sit still. You... Um, but this is the other thing. So when I say, who's, what's your name, sometimes it throws out a name. Today it threw out Smith. 
And I know of one ghost in my apartment, but I didn't think it was Daniel. But when I come home off the road, it says home, and then it says Daniel. And I go, okay. hey, Daniel. So and it's not. Oh, it see, I don't live in harmony with any ghosts. Oh, you don't? No, I'm afraid, and I don't oh, like don't it. Oh, don't be afraid. Oh, you think the ghosts might be somehow negative? I don't know what they are. They just scare me. Well, you I'm know like, what, that's uh, actually, it feels a little magic eight ball to me, though. Like, will you, you know get a what? new name? That's exactly what I thought. And I right. will tell you, first of all, when I went into the bathroom to take a shower, I took off my clothes, and it said, lovely. <laughs> oh, so if it's on, it's like the ghost it's is just talking, talking to you. It goes, okay, for anybody that can't see it, it runs like the radar. <laughs> Okay, and when and you get a reading when there's is it an change, iPhone app or an Android app? Both. Okay, and a BlackBerry. And when there's a, sort of something in the field, it, you get a little fuzzy. It looks like a tennis ball. And when you actually get your digital thermometers near their equipment, you can feel a cold spot exactly where the little mm. ball is. Wow. And I'll let it run, and then it'll throw out a word so nice. Right, right. So, um, so we were ghost hunting at the Ritz in Atlantic City. Right. And I said, um, "What's your name?" And it said, "Martin." Oh. And then we said, what do you do? And he said, swept. He swept. Okay, yeah, yeah. So then we got all these random words. It said, officer. And then it said, um, uh, barracks. Oh, okay. It site. said site. I don't know what, what that is. What right is it? S-I-T-E or S-I-G-H-T? Oh, as in to see something? Right. Yeah. Well, this was the site That could be a... Chicken was, factory. Oh, no, there was a, there was a chicken farm across the street, <laughs> originally well, in Van Nuys. When we were in the the other thing, the so the words were real random, and then it said barracks, and then it said private. See there, now there's a ghost right next to Jen. Da da da. See now I just got name. chills. Did See, you? Okay. So then we found out that the Ritz was an old World War II barracks. Oh, he oh, just okay. left. The ghost went away. Yes, like and me. yellow. That's yellow. Oh, it's. Powder. powder. See, sometimes I don't know if it's. I on the way over here, I do? was just putting uh, loose powder all over my face, and I spilled it on me. And you can see it right here, and it's all over my car, and it's driving me crazy. Now, would that be anything? You know, it could. Let's be, go there because there's two. Well, there's two things. Sometimes it doesn't make sense, but sometimes I think they know what you're thinking. Like, it, I'll sit down at my desk, and it'll say worried, and I'm. Oh, of course, I'm always worried. So right. that's not hard. Good guess. Good guest person. Unusual. Who, good guest okay. person who bought uh, the free, downloaded the free ghost app that you might sometimes be worried. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna go or unusual. Right. Well, the other thing is I. Oh, the ghost I'm, is with you now. He is with me. She, who oh. is, and I'm too hot. I'm not stripping, but it's too hot. Bio chicka bow bow. Oh, there's so two ghosts. Two. two ghosts. And Jackie, they don't like you. I think sometimes they're talking to each other, so you don't understand, but sometimes it is. Library. I don't know what that means. Uh, there's a lot of books. Oh, maybe they they, they like, like our from uh, the library. The, yeah, Jackie yeah. has like an old fashioned card catalog in the living room, <laughs> like one foot from where we're sitting. I mean, that's some weird stuff, right? It is, but sometimes it's so accurate. And when you can get someone that like, when if the I next go, thing they say is DVD holder because it's faux, uh, that's not an actual card. Oh, car- but card to the case. ghost's eye, they don't know. Yeah, but they could might be they could poke an eyeball ago. in and go, oh, those are those are videos. Okay. What, but if they're old, they don't know what videos are. Oh, they don't? No. You, oh, ghosts century. don't get to keep their... Like, if they're around for the updating, no? No, they don't... Uh, they kept asking if that was a compass, because it looks like a compass. Right. It says compass? And oh. I say, no, that's not a compass. Um, oh, interesting. 
But it is interesting. And then there's another thing that I have, and I'm going to shut this off. Okay. Um, because also I love it, that. It, That's yeah. awesome. I want that. Oh, yeah. Go get it. And I, I actually bought that one's the one that cost a dollar and it saves all the words and stuff because I thought that's a good product. So, um, <laughs> right, right. then there's another one and I just went on this with this medium. I hooked up with all these ghost hunting groups and I've been all, all the time and I've been on like two of these really unbelievable house cleanings like, where and people you, when were you like, travel and do stand up, you got like in Louisville, you were like, where's the house that has the ghost, please? I would like to usually, take my stuff and. But you know what? I have, it's so popular now that I went on meetup and I joined all these groups. Like, one group we all went to the oh, right because um, there's a lot of tv shows now right? yeah there's a lot of and TV you've pitched shows. a couple and, and i pitched a couple yeah, yeah there's a lot out there but these uh. groups really do it like we went to um well there's two ladies that i hang with that are mediums that do house cleaning so uh-huh. they get the calls like we went to one house and is he okay He's just okay. um it, and there were they were like uh they couldn't rent it in the last three residents just left and left the keys and left no forwarding address and took off and then the guy was cleaning it and something whispered in his ear burn the whole place down oh so we're going and then we went to another place where the kid where a kid was something was had to be shushed had to be rid of so there's another app and it's called um ghost roid and what it does is it measures the vibrations of the sound waves the audio waves and it shows you the supersonic which is too high for us to hear which would be perhaps an angel or a higher vibration mm. and the low which is really what a ghost is a very low vibration that's why everybody on the show says they don't feel well because their stomachs get upset and so, so as, ghosts are low vibration but angels are high vibration yeah high, okay. and you when you meditate you want to higher your vibration and be in touch with god and uh Oh, okay. And the lower vibration is like the negative energy kind of right, stuff, right? Right, because they're not really yeah. supposed to be here. And so this kid oh, was being, be. this thing was awful. So I went in the closet, and the subsonic usually goes like, the, the, a, ra- a rating usually is 20 to 50. That's average. So as I go in the closet, it just drops way below zero, and then something scratched me. So I'm like, the, wow! I, I, but I can't so believe it's, it's almost in the like home. you're looking for trouble. I am a little bit, but we, but actually, yeah. there's a there. You do a protection thing with white light, and I call it a ghost condom. But it's a, <laughs> <laughs> but you do all kinds of things, and and that's, that's why I took you were raised. That's because you were alive in the '80s when the AIDS scare. You're right, like, always right. yeah, always protected. Always protected. Well, I grew up in a haunted house, oh, and so to me, what? ghosts were just a thing. I didn't think it was weird, right? And it was just. Something that my parents accepted and talked about. And so did I didn't know up? I was weird until later when I met other people who said it was all in my head or it was just this. And I just think, well, what if it is all in my head and that's still some kind of higher connection to something? I mean, you can't explain it away, in my opinion. Right. Um, I grew up in Massachusetts. And- Me too. Oh, where? Pittsfield. I grew up in Needham. I went to, I, I stayed in Needham or did my internship in Needham. At Channel 5? No, it was a graphic arts, and I stayed in... I bet you would know this guy's house if I told you. It looked like a haunted house. Like, he was somebody that just had no business in that neighborhood, and I rented a room. He was a hoarder, and he had a soda machine in his house, and it was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That is nice. I always wanted a soda machine in my house. It sounds like he has his shit together, actually, because he has a soda machine in his house. I can't swear, and I just want... Yeah, you can fucking swear. Do whatever you want to do. Wait a minute, I gotta grab my courage. You gonna grab the courage? What are you gonna grab grab him for? He got really sick. I can't afford how sick he's getting. It's $1,000 here. It's $300 there because he Aww. keeps eating things. And I don't think he's real well still, and I'm pretty freaked. So, okay. But, you know, he can eat a – you could have a, a jelly bean and make him sick. Like, you know what I mean? It's right, not right. your house. It's, he's eating everything. No, my house <laughs> – you're saying my house is filthy. And see, you have, and, uh, there's I'm jelly beans all over the floor. Beans, yeah. <laughs> you're suspicious. Let me no, tell you something. There's not Easter a jelly bunny. bean in this house. I've never enjoyed a jelly bean. Uh, really? <laughs> no, I'm uh, more of a – 
If I eat a sweet treat, it's uh, well, it's chicken. No, if I eat a sweet treat, it's chocolate. I guess. Oh, I like both. I like the gummy and the chocolate. I love uh, I love chicken. Oh, I remember you said that you won't eat a uh, an entire chicken. an entire chicken. Push comes right. to shove. If uh, so, yeah. But so, I want to know what your uh, house experience was. Oh well. Yeah. Okay, so it was built in 1812. Oh. And it was uh. A guy lived there. We had photos of him. He was a one-armed man who had a dog. Oh. And we found all these wonderful diaries in our attic. He wrote about... Um, 1820s. Yeah, he was writing about... Uh, the Mexican-American War. He was writing about a about war, that? but honestly, it wasn't the Civil War. It was a... Was, was it before? The Mexican-American War? No. Because it was happening... In the 18th... Well, there, there, was there was the War something. of 1812, and then there was the Mexican War. It couldn't have been the War of 1812. Well, right. unless he was, was there. He was well, built in 1812. Yeah could be in the news. I don't know. Time. Well, it might have been a, a... Didn't you say it was built in 1821? 1812. Oh, 1812. Oh. Yeah. All right. So maybe... I don't know. But he had all these diaries about that stuff, and we had like um, like Indian War heads back, you know, buried yeah, yeah. in our backyard wow. and all that kind of stuff. So this is a really weird story. This isn't even a ghost story. This is a real story. But before I get to that, I'll tell you really quick. My sisters are 10 and 14 years older than me. We only had a three-bedroom house. So they... If someone was always sharing a room with someone... And when my oldest sister moved out, my middle sister, who was uh, 21 at the time, I was 11, Right. she left college and moved back in with me and my folks. And she, rightfully so, did not want to hang out with an 11-year-old and was very bratty and did not want anything to do with any of us. Was like, you're all stupid. I'm just here because... Free rent? I had to. Yeah, just because I, you know, I dropped out of college. I'm a, you know, going to start going to college in Boston, night school, whatever. I hate you all. Don't talk to me. <laughs> and she lived in the tiny little room upstairs, one of the original rooms of the house, that no matter what, if we put Christmas lights in the window, they'd always go off. The window always was moist and wet and steamy. It always looked like someone took a shower in there, not a really? bathroom inside yeah and this door the rug was like really swollen and you could barely shut the door which is why she hated that room because she wanted her privacy so she could only always shut the door a little bit so one morning i wake up and she is sleeping in the bed next to me and she's like don't talk to me i saw a ghost i'm in this room from now on and nobody ever lived or went into that room again it's now just storage right and what she said was the door slammed shut and she saw this little boy in like a colonial outfit just standing over her in the bed, like putting his face right on hers. And she did not like that at all. No. And so she ran out. And so that's what she said. Um, you don't even want someone you love standing over you while you're sleeping. No. <laughs> so, I mean, it's Much like that story. I believe something happened to her and she believes it. I don't know. Um, but for me, whenever I was in that house, I never, I always felt like something was right in back of me. My hair was always on end on my arms. Really? I was always freezing. And... I was the only kid in town who did not want their parents to go out at night. I never wanted to be alone in the house. And I didn't have any sexual abuse or any kind of right, stuff right. like that in my family, which I know sometimes they say, you right. know, if you're afraid of being in your house and you feel ghosts, like you have this scary whatever. No, but, no, no. You know, I never heard that. I've heard that from some people as another explain away everything kind of thing. Right. No. And so. Right. Let's blame it on some. <laughs> some <laughs> no, I bet your dad touched you. No. Yeah. Turns out he didn't. And then I remember this one night. I was in bed and I heard pots and pans like clanging and banging like craziness. Oh. And I heard my dad say to my mom, and no one lived at home except me at this time, and I heard my dad say to my mom, you call 911, I'll get the golf club in the closet. And she's like, be careful. And he's like, yeah, someone broke in. And he... Yeah. Sometimes the phone rings. Like a ghost. Maybe it's a ghost calling. It's a ghost. And he came into my room and he's like, someone's breaking in. Don't be scared. And he went downstairs and he came back up. And, you know, 
the cabinets were open and the Oh, you had a poltergeist thing. Something. And my mom was going to get the house blessed by a priest. Oh yeah. My mom was going to get the house blessed by a priest many times, but she was scared that that would like make it worse because it was so random. Mm -hmm. And my grandmother who's into this kind of stuff, when she came over, she would feel things. So anyway, this is the crazy story. My sister, Linda, um, our last name is Kirkman and she got married in 1982 to a man whose last name was Blackman and they got divorced. But in 1985, my parents decided to redo the house. So they, they stripped the wallpaper and they got the, everything down to the original stone walls of the house. And in the diary, we had found that the guy that lived there was in love with this woman who lived across the street. She was the only other person in the neighborhood and he was always writing about her. Um, and so when we stripped the walls down to the stone, there were pictures of this woman all over the stone walls. And then we found the diary at the same time. And he was like, I love you, Linda Blackman, blah, blah, blah. So across the street, there'd been a woman named Linda Blackman and photos of her, paintings of her were all over our walls. And then my sister became, I thought that was very strange that, that's wild. Yeah. Well, you know what? There's a, there's about a hundred things going on in that whole story that I find fascinating. And where is the house now? Like, if I was ever, do your parents still live there? Yeah. So if I was ever in that way, could we ever go in? Or but, they would love it. Oh, okay. To, to bring your equipment and stuff. And they're very open with. and into ghosts. I mean, they just don't think it's weird at all. And I never did. No. Well, there's a hundred things going on, including that once you start any kind of remodeling, tearing things down, you do that. But you know, the poltergeist almost seems like a separate incident and that's another thing is the ghost it sounds like there's a little story there with the ghost i don't know little boys if you're finding um arrowheads in the backyard Mm -hmm. then your house is also on something that's another different type of haunting yeah but um a lot of times too with the poltergeist with the things being thrown around um that has to do with one of the probably girls it's usually girls teenage they have all this psychic energy that they throw Oh. That it's sort of, we're, they're finding it's not like a dark being. Sometimes it's a dark being, but that's more of a, it almost like when we went to that house, it was all around the little kid. Everything was happening around the little kid. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of projected. Yeah. Um, but it sounds like there was so much going on in the house, but what a great story. Do they still, they still have the paintings, I'm sure. Are the pictures painted? Please tell I, me they didn't paint over that because that's fascinating. I don't know if they did actually. I don't remember. I know they wallpapered over it. But... Oh, okay. So they, so they, so you can't see them now? No, no, no. Oh. I mean, they weren't very good. It was, <laughs> but still, he and was then trying to draw her portrait, you know. But and yeah. he was kind of a stalker. Yeah, it seemed like. And I mean, I don't know if she returned his affections. He was a one-armed guy with a dog, so I don't think he was like any lady's dream. A catch. <laughs> 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 he might not have been. But yeah, I mean, there's like my sisters were like, and the piano would play by itself, and our guitars would strum, and all this kind of stuff. Oh, so I just, I want to go. There. I just love that stuff. That's a full-on haunted house. That's what I feel like, but it, I just, yeah, and it's like, I have dreams when my grandmother died, she'd been dead for a few days, and she came to me in my dream, and, and a, then I Maybe smelled Wisconsin something. Maybe Wisconsin isn't old enough to have ghosts. Oh, they are. Everybody has ghosts. Like, I didn't want to freak you out, but there's always ghosts all the time. There's what ghosts everywhere all the time. What? But, you know, from what I understand of ghosts, they have unfinished business. Is that correct? Well, they, some do, some don't, some are ashamed. Harry Potter says that uh, people just don't want to move on. In well, some the, cases. Uh, that's that's Harry totally Potter, how I'm going to be. For lack of a better frame of reference, uh, is kind of right. Or sometimes they are stuck. They can attach themselves to people. That's what you were feeling on your back. It's somebody trying to attach themselves to you. Um, I saw what they call a walk-in, where it's not a possession, but a guy went 
out. He was out. Somebody walked into his body, and it was someone else. He was someone else for a little while. Um, wow. So there's a lot more to it. That That's why there's... I also am... One of the books I am reading is Ghost Hunter's Protection Book. Um, okay. Because you do need to know how to do that. And Well, now, what I... Uh, uh, not to move away from ghosts, but I love the idea. I like UFOs. I like UFOs I, yeah. a lot. You I don't do, like them at all. You, you don't like the idea of the UFO? No. Why not? Uh, because they really hurt people, and they, we can't stop them. It's like oh. what Stephen Hawking said recently. Did you see that? Oh, d- wait, didn't he say that if, if we came, we, if we, the best we could be is their pets? Yeah. Was Something that like that. Yeah, he's like, don't assume they're here on this fact-finding friendly mission. Like, it's a takeover. Like, you fly into, a, you know, you, you break the, you know, if, we, if Russia flew into our airspace. You know, it's like, right. you, you, it's a blatant thing. Yeah, yeah. When, when, whenever England went then. or Spain went anywhere, it was not to say, I wonder, <laughs> let's see what they could teach us. Right, exactly. It's never the, the it's Mayflower. Not it's not the, international. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, uh, we could, we could assume that he, the, the sentient beings that are out in outer space are as big a jackasses as we are. Is that what the theory well, is? Maybe worse. Well, but here's yeah. the thing though. Did you read that thing? And it came out in Wired magazine this summer. All these retired, um, not, uh, Air Force people came out and were talking about these specific incidents that happened over the course of the last Their 40 careers. years. Yeah. Where it wasn't just UFO sightings, but it was specific nuclear power plants that they worked at would just shut down. They would just stop working and there would always be a UFO sighting in relation to those incidents. And it was getting to the point where it was not coincidental anymore. And they, since they were in the Air Force, they were like, these are not things we are testing. And that testing. was wired. That, that was, they testified in front of Congress in October. You can Google it. Okay. Um, these retired Air Force people, and they were like, we, you know, I, it's one of those things that I know, but I sound like I don't know what I'm talking about because I can't, like, well, name all the information. The, the, like, is, hard to get it. Well, the, yeah. the, the sources on that sort of stuff uh, are, are always like, well, what's your source on that? But that's good enough. I, I, I can Google that. Me. And, yeah, and the source is really real. I mean, Washington Post wrote about New York Times. It was a real thing that happened where they went to Congress and they're like, "It will be in the notes section." Yeah, section, let's just ladies and let's gentlemen. just address this um thing that you know. So then the theory of these guys was that these other beings don't want us to have nuclear power. They know what it's. It, it was in an do. episode of Bones, so uh, I, I understand why it would be belittled. Oh, but I love Bones. ripped from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines <laughs> is uh, they they were just like you know what different. UFOs that that Air Force people see, and they sort of the anomalies, and of course UFO does indeed stand for unidentified. Right. When I went to, yes. to Greenland, they were we went. I, I did a gig in Greenland, and they showed us they were back from when we were at war with Russia. They have the whole northern hemisphere covered with radar, and guys just Cold sit war. and watch it Cold all war. the time. Yeah. It what was that Cold War. Yeah, yeah. Cold War. There you go. <laughs> and um and and when the um. So everywhere, kind of half joking, everywhere they took us, I said, uh, are there aliens? And the top guys would get real serious and go, no one here mentioned UFOs. No one mentioned aliens. <laughs> no one said anything. And they were real adamant about making sure no one. But every new soldier that you would, Air Force person right, that as you we would meet, you'd down. be like, are there aliens? Are there aliens? <laughs> yeah, as you That's awesome. <laughs> to the guys, they're sitting in front of the screen and they're watching the hemisphere. And I go, are there aliens? And they go, four or five a day, we don't know what they are. They fly through. 
We don't have any idea. Four or five is a lot. That seems like a lot. But it is unidentified, which means it really could be something. We're not positive that it's they're all aliens, but I Did mean, you guys right, see it's like not Dave? every tumor is cancer. You right. wouldn't call it oh, I have cancer. Right, right. But but that's why I was very upset when uh, well, I think he should have just shut up, but when Dennis Kucinich was being uh you know in the debate yeah and they said have you seen a ufo and he said yeah and everyone laughed it was like well hey jackass it's an unidentified flying object he didn't say i saw an alien machine right right and and they're just trying to say (laughs) throwing cheese (laughs) which would be upset him since he's a vegan (laughs) that's right i love kusin but there are so many between us and god that's where i think people get upset religious people because we're supposed to think that it's god and then us and we're the top Thing. Oh, top of the We're food not. chain kind of We're thing? Not. That's what I was having this discussion with someone who said, you know, this is why I, this guy was saying, I'd be so curious if aliens existed and they came, how it would throw these religions off kilter. And I just think if you're a religion and you say God made us and we're the most important, can't you just then go, oh, God made aliens too? <laughs> I mean, can't you right. just make that part? I, think, you, I don't I understand think the, why they can't coexist. There's a weird, um, there was a, a UFO spotted in Las Vegas where people were there mm-hmm. and there was people coming out of a casino and women started to cry. And there are some people, especially with the Catholic religion. What's that your, they your source say, on that? When, when did uh, that, that happen? That was on Art Bell. That oh, that was on Art Bell? Saying. Okay. Um, and it was Art Bell, not George Norrie, for those who know. We don't like George Norrie anymore. No? Big Republican. Oh, George Norrie. And did there's he no place loses? for that in these... In, in the supernatural. The okay. Manner. Oh, okay. okay. Um, in the spooky world. Now, that's interesting because my dad is sort of a Republican-y, Republican-y guy, working class guy. You know, one of those. Doesn't make sense. Is Right, right. It's just like, you're not rich. Why are you supporting yeah. the rich? Fair and he's enough. Catholic, and, um, but he believes in angels. He says he talks to them, and he says he was abducted by aliens on the side of the road in Vermont 40 years ago. Yep. Wow. He loves all this stuff. Well, you know what? That I actually I said that backwards too. I meant that George Norrie has a show about the supernatural. He can be a Republican whenever he wants, but he's turned the show into oh, the I end see. Of the, what it saying. used to be all he's about turned the, the show end of into the something world. political. Now it's the end of the world because Obama. Oh, sure, yes, <laughs> right, right, right. I love. I've never, you know, it's. I, I I was telling you about this the other day. Is that because uh, I've been watching the protests in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and those are my people. On so many levels, yeah. I am the biggest hippie freak uh, in the world, except for that I'm sane, and whenever I see a drum circle, I'm like, oh, you aren't helping. You aren't helping drum circle <laughs> I people. saw some footage of that. I was like, guys, guys. No, no. no I have not. to tell you, the last time I went to Washington, very into the drum circle. Well, I'm very not saying the drum circle it. is not a, a positive experience, a fun time to dance to and to. And, and then some interviewer tried to, I saw it, I think I saw it on the Daily Show, a clip where some interviewer tried to interview one of the, the protesters. And in the middle of the question, she just started chanting, you know, no blood for oil or some damn uh, thing. And I was like, is this what Republicans, like, because there are sane conservative people out there. I don't agree with them, but they can have a dialogue. They have a dream. One day they're going to be rich enough to step over the body in front of 7-Eleven <laughs> and donate to like some super charity and fix the world. You know, they're going to beat Carnegie. You know, they're going to be- create libraries by being fabulously wealthy. So why should their tax dollars now be used? I mean, I get it. You yeah, know? Uh-huh. totally. There are perfectly or sane what the Republican Party used to be, which right. was conservative. Fiscally, fiscally conservatively, uh, conservative against foreign adventuring. I'm all for those people. I'm those people. I'm those people too. Right. And so, but they must look at the like the the crazy tea party people or the dingbats who are like, well, 
his his birth certificate don't look like mine. And uh, and I'm like, well, I'm from Menominee, Wisconsin. My birth certificate looks different than Obama's, so he must be from space. And you're like, oh, it <laughs> well, must that be a really fake. Has to be underlying racism because you know what I'll tell you. Yeah, that's you know they always <laughs> said George Bush is the guy you'd want to have a beer with. Yeah. I agree. I bet he was a blast. Yeah, but I don't want him running the country. But I right. don't. I also oh, don't think. I he wish was he would have been baseball commissioner. Guy. That's all he wanted to be. That's you know? all he wanted to be. Baseball commissioner. He, he that was his dream. Yeah, but he didn't and do that very no, well. I did wish he? you. No, he could have destroyed the baseball franchise <laughs> with my blessing. Baseball's boring. But I boring. don't think he was oh, like a baseball. bad guy. I, in oh, other George words, Bush? I'm saying how they think Obama is the devil. They think oh. he's the end of the world. Right. Right. The Antichrist and all this stuff. Right. Which uh, I find the... Did you ever read Good Omens? I think it might just be Good Omen, but it's by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. No. It I is one of it. the funniest... Uh, it's sort of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy for adults. Mm. Because it's about the end of the world. It's about... Uh, it's about the apocalypse and the Antichrist. And what happens is the Antichrist is born and the babies are switched. And the Antichrist is accidentally raised by a, a very middle class nice uh, family? rural family in England. Mm. And uh, the kid that they, th- the, the British kid is raised by a senator in Washington. And, uh, and he, <laughs> and so the, when it comes down that it's supposed to happen, you know, and and the and, and the the whole book is from the perspective of. I'm waiting the for you to angel. say a dolphin or something. No, no, the, I'm not the, following this at all. Okay, well, the, <laughs> the, isn't the, that the angel point of the Antichrist the... is that it, it's dis- it's a disguised thing, like it would be raised by the middle class people. Right, right, but but not if but the unfortunately the the powers of evil lost track of the kid. So when oh, he was switched, oh. they lose track of the kid, and then uh, so he, this the Antichrist has all the powers of the world. So it's a hilarious and smart and oh, it's and, funny. Okay, good. and really dark. like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Famine comes, mm-hmm. and famine has two jobs. Uh, famine has started. He's in charge of supermodels, and uh, <laughs> and he also is in charge of fast food. So people are clinically obese, but they die of malnutrition. And then uh, the supermodel woman comes up to him at some point. He's sitting at. Uh, he's like, "I love you," she says. With this dead voice, because she's dying of malnutrition herself, because right. she weighs eleven pounds, and he goes, "I love you too," and it's the creepiest scene in the book. And, uh, <laughs> but the famine is awesome, and it's just very fun. It's smart and funny, and it's done by the the serpent from the Garden of Eden and the angel with the sword from the Garden of Eden. Those are the two main characters that we follow. Archangel Michael, yeah, the Michael and 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 the serpent, and they have more in common with each other than with heaven and hell because they've lived on earth all of these millennia and so they're sort of like mm. like the like the serpent drives like a very nice mercedes and uh you know i was never taught about the archangel michael why not from the garden of eden i don't know i guess i just the catholicism i had was the sword he was the dude with the sword at the i at only the know of him from ghost hunting i didn't even know That's there was a sword i thought it was just a, a very a bad lady and a snake Right. And God is mad. Well, that's because that's the Catholics, that's what the Catholics will tell you. Yeah, they don't, they've read the Bible an for you. You don't have to read the Bible. <laughs> they, we got it covered. <laughs> that's all I remember growing up. And my grandmother telling me the world was going to end in the year 2000. Oh, really? Yeah. My grandmother told me that wrestling was real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and my other grandmother told me that Liberace was straight. So uh, I had a great Grandmothers assault. are 0 for 3 today, huh? <laughs> What did your grandmother tell you? I didn't. I had one very mean grandmother that I don't remember talking to, and then mm-hmm. one, one that was out of her mind. I'm, I've met people who have mean grandparents who are like, no, my grandparents are idiots. I, I don't like them. I have very few connections to people like other people have in the world. That's just... 
Yeah. Oh, like family-wise? That's why I spend my time dating a man named Daniel who haunts my house. Oh, you're dating him. Wait, I didn't know you were dating him. Right. Oh, it was funny. I was trying to, I'm trying to write, I'm actually trying to put together a half hour of paranormal stuff for some sort of special or something, right. but I thought it was funny because or you'd have to. That'd be great. How yeah. funny would that be if you did like stand-up at paranormal conventions? Well, we've already, that's oh, already, that? oh, okay. no, yeah. that's on the way. I mean, that's, we're pursuing that because there are, there is a place you where. You should do that. That'd be great. It is, and it, yeah. but it's. Um, yes, it's very complicated. I wish it was that easy, but yes, my stuff is on everyone's desk, and if not this year, next year. And, <laughs> oh, yes. I love it. But actually, yeah. at look some on point, your desks, people. Yes, and I want to start leading my own ghost hunts, which oh. is a huge deal. Which right. is a huge. But anyways, um, where you take people for a night in a place and blah blah blah. But anyways, but we're getting way oh. ahead of. Well, uh, what I'd like to see me. is some tarot card reading. All I right. don't know if you'd like. To oh see yes, it. I'm oh, so yeah. excited. I'm nervous so, and excited. Oh, right, right. Because what? Because uh, now, does she have to ask a question? I've been to tea. Yes. I've had. Uh, I've had my. Uh, um, my palm read for three dollars in New York uh-huh. by a woman who didn't even look at my palm. She just looked at my face and said, "You need to lose some weight." And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, well, that was worth $3. And, uh, <laughs> and then I've had my tarot cards read uh, once where they taped it, uh-huh. and uh, which was kind of awesome uh, because I listened to it so much until, uh, here's an act of God. I lost that tape uh, <laughs> because you can't obsess about, because yeah. I've, had, I've had my tarot cards read probably three times and then probably twice by you, Karen Rontowski. Oh, no, I've never read for you. You read for me when we first met in Minneapolis. Oh, a hundred years ago. A hundred years ago. Uh-huh. And then uh, I think about six or seven years ago when I lived across the street from you. Ah, oh wow. Well, I actually, I'm quite, let me see if I can give you a quick intro. I'm a big student of the cards. I do not claim to be a psychic, but I know the cards. Every color, every line, every symbol on the cards means something. And as you lay out the cards, you put together how they mean it. Now, everything in your life is a choice. So when I tell you something is coming, it is your choice what you do with it. So there really aren't any negative readings. In fact, sometimes people will have a huge blowout or argument coming up, and I'll say, just remember you have to keep your head when that happens. And if Mm. they keep their head, it diminishes the power of what was supposed to happen, and they'll be like, I saw it coming, I thought of what you said. Also, the sound you hear in the back will be me shuffling the cards. <laughs> and um, I have a question. Sure. Is that a specific deck that you use? Like, yes, there's I use different a Rider ca- Waite. How do you spell that? Uh, R-I-D-E-R dash W-A-I-T-E. Cards that got it. Uh, yes. And um, sometimes uh, there are people that are psychic that can just read you, perhaps better than the $3 palm reading. But, um, and they use oh, yeah. the cards to kind of direct. Okay. Um, yeah, the woman I went to in a strip mall over in Thousand Oaks, uh, <laughs> while I waited for Caitlin Schuster to come out of her acting class when I was babysitting, uh, she, uh, she was great, quite honestly. She uh, was, and I asked her at the time, this is probably 10, 11 years ago, and I said, hey, uh, I've been, uh, sort of looking for a boyfriend. Any chance that's coming? And she was like, she paused so long, and I was like, what? And she said, it's not, it says yes. And I was like, okay, that's great. And she goes, it's not a fast card. And I was like, I'm not going anywhere. What do I, you know, what, what, uh, I just, I like the idea of the hope that there is someone yes. coming at some point in the future. At I'm, their leisure. I will You know what my answer that. was that when I asked someone that? Yeah. You're not built for love. Holy crap. You, I know. You said that to someone? No, no, no. Oh, said that's to me. You, oh. oh, fantastic. Know, that's a terrible That's thing an inside your head voice. It is a crazy. terrible thing. Yeah. And, yeah. And, um, also, um, it's, I am connected to one of the lines that, um, 
you know where you'd go online and you phone and you pay like I it's very inexpensive but I went on it to stay um sharp if I'm not reading for a while I like to stay sharp and the phone used to never ring and just this last weekend I turned it on and I think 3 hours straight people were calling me and um but it's and you very were doing hard. readings yes it's very hard because they're um the place that is very ethical it's called Power Psychic Network I should know this um and I'm under a different name. I'm not my comedian name, but mm-hmm. it's they were the most ethical people I ever talked to. About you don't tell people. I remember what they you doing hear. The, the research on this oh, to right. different places that you were going to work, and you were like, "If I'm going to do this, I right. want it to be someplace credible." Yeah, and they make sure that these people can only buy like a few minute increments, so somebody's not running their bill, you know. But they, but every just about every call is, "Does he like me?" Is the first question, and the second question is, "Is he going to leave his wife?" Every oh wow, like, wow. Over and over and over no, no and not, not complaining about the husband. Right. If they get into the husband, great guy, just just married. It turns so out, yeah. Always. How about no? He's never. And you can't uh, judge. You can't go. Uh, turns out I can because uh, I'm not on the phone <laughs> yes, with them. So <laughs> note to self, uh, dorks. Uh, he's never leaving his wife. And if he does, he'll leave you for someone else. Right. Because he doesn't like I love the a real parade, commitment. As yeah. does he. Uh, uh, my father I, loves a parade. That's a really funny expression. <laughs> what? I, I mean, I love a parade used in that sense. Yes. I, uh, that's what I'm like. I, like, the the tw- I like a twist. Okay. Yes. Well, the worst is every time I – because you click on and then it says Karen is on. And I was all, I almost had to block this woman because she called me every day to ask me about this guy that she heard, hadn't heard from in months. They're a couple. She has a husband and he has a wife. And they somehow ended up fooling around. And she Facebook calling, calling, calling. And he lives farther away. And I, I don't even know what I told her. I can't really remember the readings. But she kept calling. And she's really abrupt and scary. And I kind of wanted to go, this idiot, after all these months, calls her and tells her he's getting a divorce. And so I was like, you sh- oh, you should have left her alone. I mean, it was like he does not oh. know the can of worms that he just opened. And so now she calls. You know, I know I'm not on L that much, but last week. I, right. When I need a distraction, I do it. So anyways, okay. here is my thing. Uh, I'd like to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And you can pick like a topic like career or people pick career or love or something like that. And the more specific your question, the more specific my answer. Okay. And um, the only thing, time is always hard because people go through the karma at their own pace. We can take a shot at it. Um, and um, uh, I will reword the question like if you say, will I ever? That's a very hard question because right. you're in charge of your destiny. I'm not. So. Right. Okay. Um, but go ahead. You got All one? Right. Well, I'm thinking let's do career stuff because I'm okay. in a transition, yeah, yeah. and I guess my question... And we live in Los Angeles. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> what the heck? It's always going to be a transition. Um, Do you have a so specific it's, it's career more, question or just... Well, it's more like right now I'm throwing everything at the wall to see what sticks because I think this, okay. this job... I, I left some writing jobs, so now I'm kind of doing my own thing. I don't like that. I want to get back to... Structure. S- structure. And... Uh, I don't know. I just feel very stuck and bored and tired, and I just want to lay down all the time instead of doing <laughs> what I should be doing. So I want to find out what's coming that I can't see. Okay, then we'll do this. We're going to do an overall reading, and this right here is actually my superstition. This is what I do. Split the deck into three piles and then put them back however you like. Okay. And we'll do an overall, and then you kind of said throwing everything up against the wall. We'll mm-hmm. do a five-card read on each one of those things. 
Oh, oh like right. writing and stand up and acting and right, being right. famous. We'll go and what you should be doing right now. Being an astronaut. I'm going to put them back and we'll, however you like, being an astronaut. You don't know. UFOs might come and make you an astronaut. <laughs> Cards are being laid out, American public. Cards are being laid out. Okay, there is, what I'm going to tell you is there is something, There is. this is very interesting because it's almost what you said. Um, it's almost like in the world card right now, you're actually in a much better spot than you're thinking because there are things that are going to be open to you that are going to be very good. Now, I'm going to tell you this card that's in your head, There's a, the, the, all these placement of each card has a special meaning. This card means comedian. It means fat, dumb, and happy. So remember that is your... That is who you are the most. In the tarot oh, okay. cards, it's defined, it's the, that card defines a, the comics, and it's fat, dumb, and happy. There's a few cards that have to do with entertainer, <laughs> and this card is comic. That's really strange that that came up. Oh, I'm offended it called me fat, but I know what it means. It means like <laughs> right, a Buddha. Means, yeah, yeah. Or, <laughs> I refer like to that, myself yeah. as Nourished. a golden retriever of stand-up comedy sometimes, just because <laughs> who doesn't like a golden retriever? That's true, and who doesn't like a fat, dumb, happy? Right, and, and even though it's a dog reference, and uh, we all have bad memories from junior high. Well, also in done. the time of the cards, you know, fat meant abundant, rich. Yes, it's not like today. poor. Yeah, it's yeah. very different than today. It's not like an Olsen twin. Yes. Now, and this card uh, right here has to do with training with starting these two cards have to do with a new path and this card has uh. to do with sort of a different kind of it's training would be what it would be in a regular job but uh -huh. in this job i would read it as um you're starting something new that you're very good at this is going to be a very good thing for you i don't know if it's writing or comedy that's the way i'm looking at it okay now, there you have to have a lot of patience with this because this is what's coming up in the next three months is stop and start stop and start hesitate go stop that just keeps coming up and a lot of indecision. So you got to be really patient with that. But you're coming to something, and this is what's really weird. You're going to have something, an opportunity, and it's going to, it's almost like you're kind of too good for it. Okay. Or you get bored with it. Okay. And it's good. It's fine. It's good, but you're going to leave it. And this is a very strange card because we're, when you leave with this card, this is the Eight of Cups for anyone who's looking. Um, all your cups are upright, which means everything was there. It was fine, but it just wasn't fulfilling. And you're walking away from that. And you're going, you know what? I, I'm i scared, mm -hmm. but I know I can do better. Gotcha. I know I can do better than this. So, uh, but that is, but this is this something is fascinating. New. Yeah. It's kind of awesome just to watch it. Yeah, and yeah. I apologize that I'm sweating and I just came from yoga class, so I must smell awful. I, I smell nothing, to be honest. I smell nothing. All I know is that I'm sweating. So let's all sweat together. Yeah. And so that is all kind Probably of... the next six months. Okay. Uh, that's how I read the first six months. And then if people want more, you go six months later. Gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah, there's, there. We can look into each one of your particular projects now. Yeah. Ooh. But it's also funny, too, because I just thought summer is coming up, and for stand-up, summer stinks. Yeah, summer. So, you know what, though? Guess what? Guess who stood up for herself? Jackie Cation. Yeah. Uh, this woman said, uh, summer money, two words that make me want to uh, poke someone in the eye with a fork. Uh, because in stand-up comedy, summer money is a lie. Uh -huh. And uh, so she said, well, you know, summers, we'd like to book you this summer, but it's summer money, so we'd like to pay you less. Mm -mm. And and I said, yeah, I never work for summer money. Uh, I'm willing to wait till fall, turns out. <laughs> I'll get a temp job rather than work for summer Absolutely. money at this point in my career. Uh, pay me fair, American public. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and I also got... Um, 
just sort of and 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 it's not the money. It isn't because I'm a, a greedy son of a bitch. Though I I don't I don't mind being an occasion you know getting paid fair because remember my rally. Uh, Newton? Sure. Yeah. A stand-up comic now lives in Seattle. Yeah. She's helping to run a one-nighter, and she's like, it doesn't pay very well, but they'd fly up, put you up, maybe oh. you do a live dork forest in Seattle, and uh, and they pay a couple of bucks. And I was like, well, that actually sounds like fun. Yeah. Where you just make a couple hundred dollars, but you get to fly to Seattle and hang out and have a cup of coffee in Seattle. That's what I'm doing with the, She helped me hook me up. Uh, Riley did? Yeah. It's not a... They don't put me up or fly me up, but it's a... Um, Oh, the, or, just found a venue, and I will charge people, and you know. And then you, you'll make you'll make door. Yeah, you'll make door, which yeah. is great for one night, as opposed to making that for six nights. But you've been else. on Chelsea Handler a lot, so you can kind of bring some people. I can kind of bring some people, although the kind of people that watch that show don't want to go to a rock club type of thing. So right. that's where the the podcasts and those kind of connections will bring those kind of people out. I think. Right. But. Yeah. But I think yeah. So and she was talking about that that it's a it's a pretty big venue. What venue is it? I don't know. She said it seated uh, 700 people. Oh, my God. There you that go. is not CDs. the one I'm doing. CDs Ooh, just, for sale. Oh, yeah. Punch <laughs> and then I could sell some merch after. And I was like, you know what? If, if I'm playing a 700-person venue and 70 people show up, feel free to sit in the front. Yeah. <laughs> let's all sit in the front. <laughs> right. I'm not going to I'm not gonna make fun of you. I'm far too self-absorbed. It's. I'm just going to do my jokes. It'll yeah. be fine. Uh, would you, Jen, do you want to ask anything specific about particular projects? Well, yeah. Like right now... Um, I'm, uh, I'm right. I'm working on a book, and it's in the proposal form, and working with my agent trying to okay. Then from there, try to sell to a publisher, blah blah blah. So that's kind of my passion project. Uh, another project is just kind of I I, I want to get back into having a writing job because I don't like doing the road all the time. I can't stand all the travel, and um, but I don't like the process of getting a writing job. Does that make any sense? And once I'm there, well, the I feel... The process of getting any work blows. Yeah. I just, I just want someone to look at me and go, you're going to be amazing at insert the blank. Right. You I know? mean, <laughs> it, it, it's so... But yeah, I wish that yeah. for myself too. And it, it, so the read writing the, job... Read the book one. Read the book oh, one. Oh, the book one. Oh, sorry. I thought you wanted me to say them all at once. Okay. Yeah. Let's do the book one. Uh, three piles. Hit me. And I'm going to be doing this two different layouts. Oh, whoops. So just whatever. Karen, if you could go on the mic. Oh, I'm more. sorry. There you go. And I'll be doing... You put them together however you oh, like. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm sweating yoga sweat. All right. Let's see what's going on with the book. Still yoga uh-oh, sweat. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, what's going to happen? I saw a devil card. I saw one... That... Okay. Well, the devil card is in your past. And oh, the devil good. card can mean many, many things. And it can mean procrastination. It can mean, and it depends on what we're reading it on. It can just mean having trouble getting it started, but you got it started. And also, this is very interesting because there's something going on um, with it. Uh, what does this sound like? Okay. There is a level coming to you where um, it's not a fantasy anymore. This card has to do with um, dreams being fulfilled, but it can be sort of like, um, it's mm. like it's like dreaming. I'm gonna be the a movie ballerina. star, at the lead. You know what? Right, I'm yeah. never gonna be the movie star, but someday I may be somebody's mom for ten minutes on the show. <laughs> so you, have, <laughs> right? You have all that has been brought under control, under practicality, and that is fantastic because it is the perfect time to start or continue whatever you got over here. It's exactly the time to start. And Ace of Pentacles is good for business, mm-hmm. and it's good for what you're doing. But remember, you have the potential right now to do it. You have to finish it. Now, um, it's actually going to 
take a while. It's a slow process, but this is a wonderful card. There, it, there's this card has to do a lot with um. What card's that? The Herefinet, Herefant. Herefant. Okay. Um, that has to do a lot with um. And I hate to say this, but because of business people, mm-hmm. it has to do with going with the flow. Like our instincts, especially as artists, is to be like, that's not how we're doing it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this card is better to fit in right now and okay. let them direct you. They're not going to upset this, but stay firm on your path to do this because this one's a winner. Gotcha. Okay. And it's also a base for something else. It's like an arc. It's like you're foundation for something else. Oh, it's like a jumping off point? Yes. That's what I want the thing to be. Now Yay! You, you, yes. And you also may have, though, in this, I'm not seeing a stop and start hesitation like we did before, uh-huh. but um, this card um, can mean um, you're going to have other things going on. So you might have other things that, but stay firm on this one because this is yeah. a good winner. Awesome. And if you want to say anything like, uh, will I get an agent or anything like that, I, I can try any question that you want to. Okay. But after that was writing job, right? Kind of. Well, I guess it's more of a general, like, that's what I do. That's my bread and butter. I'm finding that it's, I get kind of bored with it. Like, I really want to do my own thing. But I know that that takes time and you have to be employed in the meantime. And then so you're doing 10 things at once. So it's kind of this general, like, ah. I don't want to be working on 15 things at once. That's funny. That's almost that eight card that you're walking away from. You have it all. You can do it, but you're walking away from it. Interesting. Um, yeah, so I guess here would be like, I don't know what my question I, I, I Travel is coming up. I want to travel a lot, not for comedy, but just for life. Okay. And I don't foresee time or money for that happening, but that's sort of like a big like a, like, a, like a life dream kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah. I used to, at this other writing job I had, I, when I worked at Chelsea, I was able to travel once a year to somewhere exotic because I had a full-time job like a normal person. And, had, and a vacation And a four-weeks vacation and, and yeah. all that kind of thing. And now I don't really have that life anymore, and I want to know if that's coming, if I will ever have some kind of enough money to travel again and time and all that kind of thing. Okay, well, let's do writing job first. Okay. We'll do a real quick layout on that. Yeah, so I guess that, that kind of writing job question is... I want to find something that's not just, I want it to be, I, I don't know what the question is because I don't necessarily want one, well, but I do need one, one for coming. the money. Yeah. Let's How about that? If, if one's anything, coming. Anything coming with a, a writing job. And then I'd put them back any way sure, I want. Whatever you like. There you go. Puts your I feel like I'm confusing the cards. the cards. And they're That's like, what, what is she asking? Exactly. She wants mm-hmm. it. She doesn't. Don't set it up. <laughs> don't set it up. All you do, you got to make it random. Very interesting. Oh. Is it? Is it yes. interesting? Someone what, what? is tied up. Oh, did you see a picture where someone's tied up? Oh, and I saw the death card. Uh, is that the, nope. No, no, that's the empty. That's, the cups that's are knocked the over. five of cups. Oh, okay. Okay, well, this is very interesting because um, this uh, card, the Empress, has to do with being an entertainer and writing and entertainment, period. Now, this is where you are, which anybody, it's the Ten of Wands, which means it's, ten of there's wands. Ten of Wands has to do with being, um, it's a big burden, it's a big obstacle. It, this one, obstacle, obstacle. This is, um, it's like if you get this writing job, you're gonna, you're not really gonna like it. It has no spiritual connection at all. It's just a job. Yes. You need a rest. Okay, from this. Um, doesn't have to be long. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have just. You need to think about something else because this card is sort of uh, something is coming. 
Then go to Hearst go Castle. Go to Hearst Castle. Go to Hearst Castle. For three days. Um, I would love to. <laughs> something is going to change fast, and I can't put my finger on it, but what's going on here is um, obstacles, obstacles, blindfold. This is something that you're not seeing absolutely correctly. It's sort of something is keeping you from this job because you have to rest, or you have to rest your brain or something. Now... There is going to be an option of something coming up, but you have to sort of lose this feeling or you're going to keep blocking it. Like the job's going to be there, but you're going to make sure you don't get it somehow or you're late to the interview or I don't have my stuff together. Whatever it is, Mm. more to be revealed because um, I think something is coming, but you're going to be a little disappointed with it. Mm. But that is because this is not where you want to be. Right. Okay, so you're sort of blocking all of this, and it's okay. Yeah. Well, let's look at something else. Oh, that's really interesting for people listening. Like, that's exactly... That's what you just said. That's, but it's... But it's, <laughs> that's but it's essentially, you're just like, I need a job, but I right. know it's not going to be that great. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a paycheck, but it's not going to be what I'm looking for. And that, that I need a rest is exactly how I feel. Not like I've had Which this is why the travel question came next. You're like, and how do I get to go to Rio for a half a week? Right, exactly. <laughs> I've, I've actually was just thinking like, if I could just take three days and go away, go off the grid, go by myself, right. tell my husband, pardon me, I will be back in three days. <laughs> I want to do that and go to Wyoming, but then I'm traveling again. And I travel exactly, all. right. It's oh, get you know, let me tell you something. I'm going to Afghanistan in mm. May. God bless you. You Are go you there a lot. Are you going A lot? Uh, <laughs> You've been twice, right? This would be the second time. I oh, that's go. a lot. You want to go? I'm, I'm not going go. with Scott. I'm going with Vargas Mason. Okay. And, uh, and I would love it if you were going, Karen. I would, I'll go. When are you going? Uh, it's in May, but he's got he's got everybody picked. Oh, okay. It's uh, It's me... Felicia Michaels, uh, Alicia Wood, Alicia oh, Wood, not Alicia Wood, guy. Alicia Cooper, uh, DC oh, comic. Oh, my friend Alicia. Oh, uh, she'll yeah. be great. She's going to be great. I love Alicia Cooper. I from, love all the ladies, back. the ballsy ladies going to Afghanistan to perform. That is so impressive. Yeah, and then Vargas, who likes to travel with uh, with ladies. I went with him to Puerto mm. Rico a couple of months ago, and it's just like, I have, to, I have to take like two or three women and go. And you're like, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. You, love, you love the ladies, Vargas. Oh, that makes me so happy because all these uh, kind of, uh, and then you don't have to be right wing to be a nut job. But if I ever write anything, and sometimes these right wing nut jobs on Twitter will be like, "Don't you don't support the troops?" It's like, "Oh, you don't even know how I support the troops, right. honey." Right, and uh, uh, you know how I support the troops? I support the troops finding other work. I'd like the troops to come home and build a levee uh, and I don't yeah. know, meet their children. That'd be awesome. And it's like, uh, here's a Lucy liberal hippie lady going to freaking Afghanistan. That's some balls. Yeah, I'll go to Afghanistan. It's uh, slightly terrifying. No, you're not we can read that. No, no, no. Though I'll oh, tell you Afghanistan. Yeah. When, when I went to Iraq, it was very funny because I was in there. I was with Nate Bargatze and uh, and Scott Kennedy, and we went to Iraq, and we're sitting in this MRAP, and uh, and I said to Nate, I was like, "Do you ever have that daydream?" And he's like, "What daydream?" He's like, "We're day three of this of this MRAP driving around in these mine-resistant armored personnel vehicles," and I was like, "The dream where we get in a firefight, and what are you going to do?" And he's like, "Yeah." Yeah, I kind of do. <laughs> See, <laughs> I, I knew like, you had been somewhere twice, Iraq and Afghanistan. Well, I've only been to Af- Iraq. I've never been to Afghanistan. Oh, I understand. Okay, right. Sorry, and then and when they when Vargas was like, we're either going to go to Iraq or Afghanistan, and I said, can I vote? Because <laughs> I've already been to Iraq, and I feel like I'd be more comfortable in the place where I've already... Because we'd all be more comfortable in the place we've already been. Of course. But it's weird. I'm going to go to uh, Afghanistan in May, and then in June, I'm going to Australia Ooh. for a wedding. And, uh, and I was like, I don't want to go. And, uh, cause I will have traveled a thousand bajillion days of my life. And, um, but Andy's like, 
how can we say no to Australia? And I was like, I know somebody that doesn't travel. How can you not want to go? How can yeah. I not want to go? I'll tell you, Mister. I don't want to go. Because I'll just <laughs> be getting back Greg, from Afghanistan. Because <laughs> Greg Fiddler is getting married in Sydney, and oh, and that's, that's lovely. And uh, he's a very funny writer from on the on the the soup. Oh. And uh, and so why did they pick Australia or Sydney? Because uh, his his wife to be is Australia. Oh, okay. she's from and Sydney. they don't want anyone to actually show up. Maybe not. I well, I told <laughs> Greg just be you and them. <laughs> I said, here's what you get: you get a really nice gift, or you get me to come to Australia. Those yeah. are the two choices. And he said, either one is great. Yeah, I'm sure they don't really expect gifts if you're coming, right? Right, they don't. Because that's they don't. you are the that's gift. Some I am the gift, and yeah. and they were like, if you want to, you can throw us twenty bucks towards our honeymoon. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And um, and for your next question, just leave it vague. Just give me the subject line for Jackie. Oh, travel. Okay. All right. And also, I'm just going to throw in a word that came up twice in your reading. Yes. Fashion. I don't know why. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's happened? You love... you. you, you I was just talking to, to you about your iguana. Yeah. I want to make like a, a skirt. I don't have any ability Not to sew. Not out of my iguana. <laughs> but, and when you ask me what I dork out about, the other thing I dork out about is fashion. I just read fashion magazines. I know I'm particularly fashionable myself, but it's all you I think about. Well together. Well, it's all I think about, and I love clothes, and I I just love it so much. But I would have no idea. Like, when Greg Barron, a very funny comedian, was talking about how now he likes to design pants and stuff like that. I just love clothing and fashion. And Oh, there you go. Part of me, like, when I watch the Rachel Zoe Project, I go, I'd love to just quit everything and be her assistant. I know she would be a nightmare, but that is what I think about all the time. This, um... um, is it she's a not a designer. Show? Yeah, she's a TLC um, or something. She's a. It's on Bravo. You know that terribly skinny woman with the blonde hair. She's the stylist for many celebrities. Oh, okay. Oh. And All she right. has her show on Bravo, and uh, she's a real dork about fashion. Like she cries when she sees things, and it's just her whole entire life. And I right. Anyway, I saw so, the Devil Wears Prada. Oh yeah, okay. Okay. I I love all that stuff, but I'm like, it's I'm too old. How would I get into this world? I mean, it's ridiculous. It turns out, some, you know, some people started painting when they were in their 80s. That's well, true, you know, Jackie. Look at people... Betty Davis. <laughs> we all can have careers now because of Betty Davis. That's <laughs> Betty White and Betty White. And Betty Crocker. Betty Cr- Chase. Yeah. yeah, it's a Betty Boop. No, she I love that 30s. fashion came up. Tell, I guess when, whenever hey, you what's tell me, with tell the me travel? what that means. Okay, well, look. Okay, and yes, with the travel, and I'm trying not to reiterate because I try to be specific or draw on certain things that are not too much, but it's not going to happen for a while. You still have this. You're in this same place. This with guy this ten came of back. Wands. Yeah. It's, he's holding like 10 big heavy sticks. You've got a lot of obstacles in your way right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and in <laughs> fact, um, this is going to be held up because of money. Um, oh, okay. So, but hang on, because That's not only you are better times coming. <laughs> yes, but you're ending a cycle. Oh. And um, this cycle that ends will end with new um, money, opportunity, fashion, redecoration. Think about this, because this is again. This card came up again. Um, the 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 there's two there's two fashion cards, and there's the level lever lover cards which has to do with redecoration and fashion and arts in in really being that i don't know maybe you could write something humorous about that or put together a funny show or put a show trying to dress comedians um but that is um, oh my gosh that's that reminds me people love to dress me they're like oh we gotta fix that i wish someone would love to dress me (laughs) oh all right you could do like what not to wear right but i don't know this i'd rather apprentice under someone because i don't really know Okay. But you might, yeah. because I'm telling you, whatever this is, you're bringing this next level for you 
when you get past, there's something coming that's better mm-hmm. and you're going to be very, very good at it. You're, you're coming up as the hermit and that's an individual that's doing it alone, but it's someone, when all this crap ends, yeah, you're going to know exactly where you want to go. Exactly. There's going to be no question. And is that what hermit means? What does hermit mean? Uh, hermit is someone who has uh, gathered all the wisdom and mm-hmm. walks through life with a lantern, not searching, but knows exactly where he's going. He's made it up to the next level. He's ready. Okay, he's that's wisdom. beautiful. I love that. That is nice. And what you guys should know is that we're pushing an hour here, people. Oh, sorry. Oh, that I was gotta... super fast. I just have to push a book really fast. A book that you love to read? A book that I'm giving to you. You're giving to me? By my friend Marty McGiven called Never Give In to Fear, and people will not believe how great this book is. I don't read. I'm dyslexic. It's a memoir. It's one of my best friends in the world that I oh, did Marty. not know was actually I met um, Marty. Marty was a um, victim of human trafficking when she was very young. Oh my God! In Japan, and she will be speaking at the Museum of Tolerance this Sunday. And what? when you she read was a this, victim of human trafficking in Japan, she was. Uh, she sold lived off in Japan, Japan, and, and she, she was, was sold off to Japan. like she was stolen from here. Well, it was she was told to go under there under different circumstances, and then was kept. oh right, right. It's like and you're going to be teaching English or or some sort of horrible thing. Well, and then she all... had a drug problem too. That's why it's about addiction, also. Oh, I was just talking about this last episode about the terrible choices we've made and how most oh my of the God. stories. And, and, and she's funny as anything, and right. it's horrible. And she's funny, and it's great, and it made me cry like three times. And it was like it was wow. fabulous. All I right, love it. never get a never given to fear. A Marty McGibbon. Marty McGibbon. It'll be in the notes section. Uh, what do you got to, what do you got to recommend? Anything? People reading anything? Yeah, I'm always reading a couple things at, at once. I'm reading Nixon Land, which I'm loving. What is that? It's a, like, 700 page book about Nixon, his life, but really <laughs> how the modern day Republican Party came to be and the Southern strategy and how when the country was run by Lyndon Johnson and people were middle class and happy, how they learned to work against their own best interests. It all started with the Watts riots and kind of fear of the other and all that kind of thing. I like to blame things on Nixon, uh, so because I like to think that he put uh, a, a final nail in the in the coffin of the American dream. So would I like that? I'm not at that part yet. I'm still at his humble beginnings, and it's a really interesting psychological I like the profile idea of Nixon ever being humble. Oh yeah, he was. He was. It's very sympathetic. He was kicked around. He was a no good loser. All right. He was well, a uh, not loved have... by his family. Not treated well at all. Well, we don't have him to kick around. Had a lot anymore. to prove. Yeah. And if right. you have any uh, ghost hunters out there, Michelle Bellanger from uh, also a very nice lady from Paranormal State book, uh, Ghost Hunting Protection Survival, uh, Ghost Hunting Survival ghost Guide. Ghost Hunters Protection. Ghost Hunters Survival Guide: How to Protect Yourself. I think I have that right. But I emailed okay. her because her book was so good, and she emailed me back. She was nice. Laughing. And I promise I'll look up those links and email them to you about the uh, Air Force people and all that stuff. Right, right. And I'll put them in the notes section. You guys, this has uh, been kind of fascinating. This has been a, a supernatural dork fest. Yeah, so, I love it. JenKirkman.com, KarenRontowski.com. You guys do stand up. Follow mm-hmm. follow them on Twitter. SupernaturalJunkyard.com. Right. And uh, and Ronto- at Rontowski on Twitter and at Jen Kirkman on Twitter. And, of course, I'm Jackie Cation. Listen to the Mexican hat dance. Good night. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?